Hello and welcome to episode 151 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. Hola, hola, hola. Well, this is the one that I was hoping to do last week, but just didn't, it didn't come together in time. So it's this week. There you go. Last week was good, right? What was it? I don't even remember. Something, 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 part two. So whatever it was, it was fine. Alrighty, friendos, this is, this excites me. Initially, I was going to do, um, surprise, surprise, the Dogs of Doom had released another source for a wonderful show um, for this June 11th, 1977, Madison Square Garden. They had released a, I believe it's a fourth source. So now we have, <clears throat> what was it that was short? Oh God, I can't remember. Uh, there was no heartbreak. It had no, none of the tapes before have had the encore, which is heartbreaker. So now we have heartbreaker, but I think we also have uh stairway, a complete stairway. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I'm sorry. I knew all this shit last week, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I'm not playing you that tape. What? Because I'm playing you something better, at least in my opinion. Um, the wonderful Dario Romero is a human being who does remasters <clears throat> and matrices. Sorry, I'll try not to clear my throat anymore. I'm sure that's a pain in the ass. Um, re- I like them. I mean, they're, they're everything remasters are subjective. Matrices are matrices are subjective. I like his work. I really do. They sound good to my ears. And with that, he has taken uh, June 11th, 1977. Four audience sources merged them together using, which is the wisdom, the best represented frequency bands of each recording. So one recording may be okay, but maybe a little distant. Another recording may be okay, but bass heavy. Another recording may be okay, but it's just nothing but mids. Um, Dario goes through and kind of just shapes them into a a more complete sonic representation <clears throat> of the show. And I think in doing that, you have to have one, one source being dominant and the others complementing that source. And um, you can tell because you can hear people talking. You can hear the taper talking and people around him talking. And that wouldn't be the case if it was just all four of them equally. It would be a cacophony. So it sounds really good to my ears. It sounds better to me. Lots of qualifiers. Um, than any of the sources. And the show, there is a soundboard also. And that's not part of this. Although it's part, he did include it in his file set. But he he included it separately. He didn't make the soundboard part of this, I don't believe. Let me read the notes. All four audience sources have been speed corrected, equalized, and combined to best complete this concert. The soundboard portion is in a separate folder with audience patches that are timed so they can be dropped into a playlist in place of the audience tracks. That is very considerate. We're not going to listen to the soundboard. The soundboard's been out for 30 years. It's three songs. It's 10 years gone. No Quarter and Battle of Evermore. I mean, I had it on a toasted CD. Silver Coated Rails, maybe it might have been called. 
or Condor. One of those, one of those <laughs> sparking memories for lots of folks out there. Um, I had those back shit in in the mid nineties, early nineties. So uh, that's no revelation, but this recording is. Not only do we get more of this show, and this is a good show. Zeppelin came to play in Madison Square Garden, um, much like L.A. And in fact, the more I hear the 77 tour, um, the more I realize that what I had heard initially, my introduction to the 77 tour back when I was in high school, was a shitty vinyl copy of Destroyer, which is April 27th, Soundboard, which did Jimmy no favors. And it was not the best night. Did not capture much magic, although I love the acoustic set. So that kind of tinted my 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 uh, opinion of the '77 tour, along with the part you know, along with I I prefer personally, I tend to to lean more towards '70 '71 Zep, as I think my favorite Zep, with '72 '73 you know all of it all of it being good, and the, the, this podcast has has made me really appreciate Led Zeppelin more and the nuance more and what the 77 tour was about. I can't, you can't grade it on the rubric of the song remains the same and expect those same guys just playing new songs. They had evolved. They had devolved as well with the substance abuse, but they had also evolved always ever onward was, is really the mantra and the, 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 uh, Slogan on the coat of arms of Led Zeppelin. And Jimmy? Great. Googly moogly. He is good in this show. And I like what he has to say. It's, um... You know, when he wasn't out of it, he was fucking phenomenal. And I just enjoy this. Um, I think one one big revelation I had while listening to the show was Bonzo's drum sound for this tour is very very cacophonous, very, very uh, lack of nuance and lack of subtlety. You know, very, very bombastic, loud, aggressive, great for stuff like Nobody's Fault But Mine and all that. But when you get to Since I've Been Loving You, it's you can't quite be subtle with a shotgun. <laughs> Um, so that could be something I know. I know people like my cousin saw them. And in fact, this might actually be the show he was, he, that he saw because he saw them in 77 at Madison square garden and he did not like it. And he was a Zep head way, way, way. I mean, this is, he's a good, he's 10 years older than me, but I remember he's a drummer and he loved Led Zeppelin and he saw them. And even, even to this day, he's like, they sucked, which is, I think it's because, you know, the year before, you see the song remains the same, and you get to see a vibrant top of their game, virtuoso performance, and you go in '77, you see something totally different, totally different look-wise, totally different vibe-wise. A lot of different changes to the set list. Um, much in the same way, I guess, if you had seen Pink Floyd on uh, their Dark Side of the Moon tour. And then you went and saw them in 77 for their Animals tour. A very different vibe, both with the audiences and the band. Roger was aggressive and 
antagonistic and disdainful and contemptuous of the audience because they were there getting fucked up and throwing firecrackers and getting high rather than sitting and grooving on the music and paying attention like the audiences did in the early 70s, which is part of how and why Zeppelin had that deep connection is because even like Blueberry Hill, even up to like 1970, 71, even 73, the people were coming and listening to the music and going, oh my God, and paying attention. Whereas 77, Zeppelin's been around almost 10 years. So you have like, you, you could have 16, 17 year olds going just for something to do, like I used to in high school. Most of the concerts I saw weren't because I was ardent fans. It was something to do. And, and shit, even in the 80s, concerts weren't expensive. 15 bucks, I could go see, you know, fucking Foreigner and Joe Walsh or Night Ranger. You know, all these other bands, Heart. I saw a lot of shows just because it was something to do. And I think that at this point, since Zeppelin was not only the greatest band and the biggest band in the world... Um, it was an event. I think there's a lot of folks, not a lot of folks, but I think there's a portion of the audience who went to the show because it was a show and it was a place to rock out and yeah, and get fucked up. I don't know. Wool gathering. Ooh, coming up on 10 minutes of it. Good. That's 10 minutes of your life. You won't get back. Thank you. All right. So what are we going to play? Well, let me give you the set list. First of all, this will be available for download and thank you. Dario Romero for making this available for download. It, it doesn't look like he does that automatically all the time. I asked him to. I don't know if he did it because of me, but it. it he, thank you, Dario. I hope I didn't get too stalkerish because I was so excited to hear this. I happened to stumble upon this when he was doing a a live premiere on YouTube, and I I caught it just as since I've been loving you started, and I just sat and listened to it. Fell asleep listening to it, sitting, you know, cross-legged uh, like a yogi on my couch. And uh, groove into no quarter, and it was so good. And I asked him for a copy, and I got a copy, so thank you, Dario. Thank you, Dario. You're a very good boy. So here's the set list. You got your intro. Song remains, it's the 77 set list. Intro, song remains the same. Rover, sick again. Nobody's fault but mine. In my time of dying, since I've been loving you. No quarter. Ten years gone. Battle of Evermore, Going to California, Black Country Woman into Bramier Stomp, White Summer, Black Mountainside into Kashmir, Over the Top, 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 Jimmy's uh, Metal Machine Music Homage, and Achilles Last Stand, and then Stairway, and then the Encore, Heartbreaker. I always, when I hear Heartbreaker, when I say Heartbreaker in my head, I hear it in that same way that Liz Taylor said Gladiator at the... Uh, Oscars that year. Gladiator. Heartbreaker. All right. Well, let's listen to. First of all, we're going to listen to No Quarter. So there's a half an hour out of your life. But it's good. And it sounds good. And, and Dario picked up the atmosphere and the vibe. And there's a more sonic information in this recording than there is in any individual audience recording. Which to me is of great value because it provides it provides a better experience. I mean, anybody can listen to bootleg ears. The other recordings aren't all that bad. It's just uh, something better. You know how that Blueberry Hill? There's one that has like six or s- I, I featured it. It has like six or maybe even eight 
audience recordings merged like this, and it sounds amazing. This is similar. It's not to that same degree, but it still has that similar little little uh, warm and fuzzy. I like it. Hope you like it too. So here's no quarter. It's going to play forever, and then I'll come back. How long is it? Oh, it is a half hour long. All right, we'll see you in half an hour.
parts here and there it sounds like they started to get lost a little or it just but what I like is that they do let that happen and let the spontaneity and improvisation you know trust that something will come through and it is I love that exploratory spirit and you've got someone like Jonesy who has the the technical consistency and proficiency to do that song every night and he was really brilliant and Jimmy coming in and on it and engaged and Bonzo and all three of them locked in and working together. That's the magic right there. It's a little different every night. And sometimes, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it doesn't work. That time it did. I really enjoyed that. I hope you did too. We're all a little older and wiser now and uh, can move forward through life. Okay. I have two more songs I'm going to play for you and I'm choosing them because they haven't been heard before. At least not since 1977 or whoever had that tape. And this is, uh, I think this, let me, hmm, let me look that up. I think the tape that was uh, liberated by the dogs of doom. I have that too. Can we get that too? Nope. Uh, yeah, it's another one. A lot of these releases are from the collection of Bill B, transferred by Glynn. Uh, so this is another Glynn from Bill B. A lot of those are. So apparently Glenn got access to, has access to, or was bequeathed uh, these recordings by Bill B. Thank you, Bill B. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Daria Romero. Thank you, Dogs of Doom. Everybody did that for free for free for the love of the music and for the love of sharing the music love it all right let's hop into this show's good 10 years gone is good what can i remember listening to the acoustic set is good cashmere is pretty is good i think even white summer it's a good it's a very 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 good show everything i heard was good there's no clinkers i mean 10 years gone when Jimmy's out of it, 10 years gone is, is, <laughs> it's not the best. Um, this is not the case. This is a great show in a very great light. And I hope you enjoy what Dario has done. Cause it, I can't imagine the time it takes to do that for all the sources to, to, to fix and speed, correct all the sources and then find out the best EQs for all the sources then merge all the sources together. Holy shit, syncing up four recordings on top of each other. And then finding what EQ complements them all as a whole. Thank you. I thank you, Adario. All right. We are going to now listen to Stairway to Heaven because I believe this has not been heard in its entirety in the other sources. And if I'm wrong, oh, boo-hoo, you get to hear Stairway. It is a longer version. Jimmy goes off. I enjoy it. it. It's 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 nice. It's one of those, you know, this is the time in their career when they're like, everyone be quiet. Please rise. 
Keep your eyes fixed to the ground in front of you as we present you with Stairway to Heaven. So there is that pomp and circumstance aspect to it now where it's something reverential, something special. And uh, it is. It's lasted 50 years plus. All right, ladies and gentlemen, June 11th, 1977, Four Source Merge, courtesy of Dario Romero, Stairway to Heaven.
Well, I guess there is something magic about it. They do that well. They do that well. That was well done. I like Jimmy's playing on that. He was not out of ideas. I mean, I think the sad part is is when the tank is empty and there's no inspiration there. And because he's not one to to play and grind and play and grind and practice and practice and practice, he doesn't, you know, have the default necessarily in his pocket like someone like a Jeff Beck does. So when 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 the the fountain of inspiration is not flowing, Jimmy tends to stumble, and this does not happen in this case. So good, so good. There's some smart stuff in that solo. Interesting. I really enjoy that. Hope you did too. I mean, it's stairway. It's trite, but then you get into it and you're like, "Fuck!" That's why this song's so popular because it's you know, it's way better than Hotel California. Ha! <sighs> Glad you enjoyed it. All right, time for the spiel. Brace yourselves or scroll ahead. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube under the name Heart of Markness. I have a website that I mentioned earlier, hopefully, heartofmarkness.com, and that is where you can find the links to the shows that I cover. For example, por ejemplo, you will find the link to this Dario Romero remaster on heartofmarkness.com for you to download and enjoy. And, I don't know, rub all over your naked body. Whatever you want to do. I don't judge. And, uh, if you like what I do and you like how I do it, uh, I invite you to take a look at Patreon.com to see if there's something there. Patreon.com slash Heart of Markness to see if there's uh, something there that might interest you. It's a free podcast, no pressure. But, you know, if you're looking to burn money, rather than burn it, give it to me. Helps keep the lights on here. And these are the current, what do I call them? The current titans upon whose shoulders rests this humble yet mighty podcast. So a Laurel and Hardy handshake go out to Jeff from Canada, Glynn, Stephen, George, Big Ed, Kenny, John from West Footscray. Sorry, that didn't come up. John from West Footscray. There we go. Knegarn, Picard, Chris, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, and other David, Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo. Thank you, my friends. Thank you, my friends. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And I owe you all a great deal. Thank you very, very much. I was looking at things because somebody had uh, contacted me through Mark at heartofmarkness.com, if and you want to. Actually, they didn't. They contacted me on Facebook Messenger, but that was a better segue. Um, asking if there was a way to give me money without having to give me money every month, like a goddamn cult. And I said, huh, no, there isn't, but let me come up with one. And people are like, come up with one, just use PayPal, fuckhead. It's been around for 20 years. I know. But um, there's a thing that uh, called Ko-Fi. It's coffee, K-O-F-I. It's stupid hipster nonsense. But what it is is it's one of those, hey, buy me a coffee. The default is buy me a coffee. And if you want to change what you can buy me, you have to subscribe and give them money. So buy me a coffee is what it'll probably be. But there will be a little button on my website to just, if you want to give me three bucks to just, you know, something, 
because you're like, that was amazing. And in that kind of uh, endorphin dopamine rush, you feel like you must compensate me for bringing you joy. I will allow that. So at some point at heartofmarkness.com, there'll be a little button for a one-time thing. If and you want. Again, free podcast, no pressure. Although if you are a patron of a certain level, you get your own podcast every month. And I got a good one this month. I already found out what it's going to be, and it's going to be good. All right. We have one more song to play for you, which is good because we're an hour and six minutes in. And it is the aforementioned, the much lauded Heartbreaker. Bow now, 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 na na now, na 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 now, now, na na now. Heartbreaker. Enjoy. This is great. Thanks again for everybody involved. Dario Romero, Dogs of Doom, Glenn for the transfer, and Bill B for the recording. Yeehaw, it's a good time to be a Zep fan, and I didn't think I'd be saying that anymore, because it had been a while since it had just been like a holy shit raining from the skies. So thanks, Dogs of Doom. Bless, blessings be upon them. All right, heartbreaker, everybody. I am tired. It's 714. I've been going to bed early. I have been sleeping like shit lately and uh, started going to bed earlier and earlier and Something changed. Probably I'm taking a break from the edibles because I figured that might be it since it's an every night thing. I'm just fucking take three of them and go wee, which is fun. But I stopped, oh, Jesus, four or five days ago. And lo and behold, four or five days ago, I started having nice sleep with nice vivid REM sleep dreams. So there may be something to that. Maybe that should be a weekend thing only. Whatever. I'm 54 years old. Maybe it's time to grow up a little. The universe resounds with yes. All right. As I said two hours ago, heartbreaker. Enjoy, friends. I'll be back after this to say night night.
absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, was it not? And there was some stuff in there after the the Bach. The da-da-da-da-da-da. There was some other stuff I hadn't heard before. Bonzo was involved with the, the cymbal work. That was fun. That was fun. Holy shit. Need more Heartbreakers in 77. We need more encores. It's a lot of tape out there. A lot of people that didn't bring enough tape. Uh, we missed a lot of encores in 77 because they played more than three hours. I mean, the, the the recording itself that we have that I'm sharing with you is, I think, three hours, 12 minutes. What did it say, Dario? Three hours, 16 minutes, 43 seconds, which is three hours, 17 minutes. Holy shit. What a band. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll be back. Try to be back this weekend. It's hard to do. I don't know. I'll try and get a classic rock one done this weekend, which is somebody else. Sometimes it's the latest Mike Millard release. Sometimes it's something I have in my pocket. I just put out a Rick Wakeman one a couple days ago. Um, It's good. You should give that a listen. Rick Wakeman's really interesting. And uh, otherwise, I'll be back next Thursday with more Zeppelin. So thank you again. And please be good to yourselves and each other. All right, night-night.